It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember to join the conversation or to find out more about the show. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like us there now and you can join the conversation there as well. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just visit your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. As millions of American families struggle to cope with college costs that are rising at twice the rate of inflation, CNBC News investigates a system that encourages widespread lending, often with little regard to a student's ability to pay, leaving the average college graduate with tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. This morning, we're joined by Scott Cohen. Scott is senior correspondent with CNBC News. He's here this morning to talk about America's college debt crisis. It's our pleasure to welcome Scott Cohen to the show. Good to be here. Now, first of all, Scott, let me ask you this. How much student loan debt does the average college graduate face? Well, the average graduate from last year was $24,000, and about two-thirds of those, uh, two-thirds of the graduates as a whole had debt. Uh, a lot of it, though, can be a whole lot higher. The, the total student loan debt is now about $870, $880 billion. It's a number that's increasing about, uh, about $2,800 per second. And let me ask you this. Do you find that often this is the mindset of young people that they get into college and they can't afford to pay for college? They take out these loans and they just want to get the education and just say to themselves, you know, I'll get the education now and worry about paying off these loans later. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we're always told that a college education is a key to success. Uh, and, and it is very clear that college graduates do better in the job market than people without a college degree or without any education beyond high school. But the problem right now is that even for college graduates, it's one of the worst job markets they've ever faced. And so a college degree is not the guarantee that it once was, and yet people are still borrowing. And as we heard, you know, they're borrowing more and more and more, uh, yet facing more and more uncertain prospects. And Scott, unlike most forms of lending, student loans carry almost no consumer protection. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, you know, most things, if you have a credit card, you can refinance it. You can transfer it to a lower balance card. Uh, you, can, you can do all kinds of different things like that. And if you go into bankruptcy, if, if it's that extreme, you can wipe out your credit card debt. Uh, same sort of thing for a home mortgage. But for a student loan, by law, they are not dischargeable in bankruptcy. If you go bankrupt, you may be able to get rid of all of your other debts, but your student loan will remain. And in some some forms of student loans, some of the private loans in particular and some of the state loans, uh, if the student dies and the parent co-signed, the parent can still be on the hook for all of that loan. We've heard some pretty tragic stories about that. Wow, wow, wow. Now, you discovered that default rates are much higher than what's being reported. Um, why is that, and what are the implications there? Well, it's it's fairly clear that the default rate is much worse than what the government numbers show. The government just looks at sort of a snapshot. As of now, they look at what they call a two-year cohort default rate. What that means is they're, look, they're measuring the loans that go bad just within the first two years after you start repaying them. 
they're going to increase that to three years, but still, you can go into a deferral or forbearance on your student loan where you delay payments for as long as three years. So some students uh, may default later, and a lot of problems happen, of course, later in life, you know, four or five years out. That doesn't get picked up in the actual government numbers, and those numbers are how the government decides if a school is still eligible to receive uh, financial aid or to, to offer aid programs to their students. Now, how many years, and you may have mentioned this earlier, but how many years does it take for the average student to pay off a student loan? Well, there are different sorts of payment programs. I don't know what the average is that they're taking to pay them off now, but the, you know, the typical initial arrangement is 10 years. You can extend that now to 25 years, and the government does have some payment plans now where you can tie your payment to your income, to a certain percentage of your income. It's called income-based repayment. There's a catch with that, though, because ultimately after 25 years, then the rest of your loan is forgiven because your payments have been capped. All that money that's been forgiven is treated as taxable income. So you're going to pay something on it one way or the other. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Scott Cohen. He's senior correspondent with CNBC News. He's there this morning to talk about college debt. Now, speaking of college debt, you recently completed a documentary on the subject. What were some of the most shocking things you learned working on this documentary? Well, a couple of things. Uh, we we looked at uh, we looked at the general level of student debt, and that was pretty staggering. And we talked about that. Uh, but we also looked at why it is that college is so expensive. The cost of tuition is rising twice the rate of inflation, sometimes rising as much as three times the rate of inflation. A lot of this has to do with the fact that uh, that states are cutting back on their budgets, and so the state schools are leaning more heavily on their on their students, so they're, they're raising tuition to make up for that budget shortfall. But there's also a lot of other things going on. We, we caught up with a bunch of financial aid administrators that were attending a conference at a spa in Napa Valley. It's hard to know how they were really focused on keeping costs down when they were uh, luxuriating like that. That was kind of interesting. Mm. And there is also the big rise in for-profit colleges and universities. Uh, these are, are institutions that are in it for the money, and most of them get most of their revenue from student loans. So for-profit universities uh, make up about 10% of college students. Those students take up about a quarter of all government financial aid, and those students account for roughly half of the student loan defaults. And Scott, we alluded to this earlier, but for so many students, it's a catch-22. It's either I take on this college loan debt now, or I won't be able to pursue my dream of going to college. That's that's the way everybody looks at it. Uh, now, we've talked to some people who've been there, who've been in some just awful trouble with their student loans, and they say, you know what? Don't spend all this money to discover yourself in college. Figure out what you want to do. Maybe go to community college, work and get some experience, which you're going to need anyway. Save up some money. And that's a, that's a big lesson here. People should be saving. It's hard to save nowadays. But the, the alternative of taking out tens of thousands of dollars in student debt and then going into an uncertain job market and facing this debt that, as we said, doesn't go away is not a viable alternative either. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to Scott Cohen, senior correspondent with CNBC News. He's there this morning to talk about college debt. Scott, what advice would you give to parents listening this morning if they plan to send their child to school, to college this coming fall? What advice would you give to those parents? 
Uh, well, they need to make certain that they understand what's what's out there. They need to understand if they're sending someone to school coming up this fall, make certain they understand what they're applying for and what the ultimate payments are going to be and whether those payments are out of line with the degree that the, the student is getting. And also, if you're co-signing a loan, we heard this uh, advice from some parents who tragically lost their son. If you're co-signing for a loan, make certain that you have life insurance on your child. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about about student loan debt. How can they find out more? Uh, you can find more on the web at collegedebtcrisis.cnbc.com. collegedebtcrisis.cnbc.com. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. We've been speaking to Scott Cohen, senior correspondent with CNBC News. We'll be back with more right after this. 